It was the same pattern as always. Months went by, then Lola would arrive out of the blue bearing gifts, and things carried on just as they always had. Two glasses of Beaujolais later, she was still haranguing her landlord. Scum of the bloody earth! She twisted a long auburn curl around her finger. One month in arrears, and what does he say? I can guess. Be nice to me, and we'll skip the rent. Like a fucking pantomime villain. She shook her head in disgust. All he needed was a black cloak and a fake moustache. And what did you say? Nothing. I was too busy running away. God knows, I wish he'd been shaggable. Then I could have stayed in my lovely flat. Lola was reveling in the drama. Freckles scattered across the bridge of her nose, hands buried in her gorgeous hair. And I've been to loads of auditions this month, not a single call back. You can have the spare room as long as you like, I said. Her pale green eyes lit up. Can I? Just if I find somewhere. Of course. But you know that Will's in and out almost every day. Lola's expression softened. How's he doing? Not brilliant. Still in his van? I nodded. I keep hoping he'll move in, but it never happens. I'd love to see him, she beamed. It'll be like the old days. No, it won't, Lola. I caught her hand and forced her to look me in the eye. You need to understand Will's different these days. He can be scary. Scary? She looked disbelieving. In what way? Jittery? Bouncing off the walls most of the time? You really don't want to be around if he loses it. Lola shook her head in disbelief. Do you remember when we went to Crete? Girls queued up to dance with him. He was always the golden boy. I can't get my head round it. I can. It's been like this for eight years. Jeez! Is it that long? Something in my expression must have warned her to change the topic. So, tell me, how are things with the surgeon? Gone the way of all things? You're kidding. He sounded like the most eligible man in London. He was. I smiled ruefully. So what was it this time? Lola glanced at me. Or are you just sticking to your policy of ditching them the second they get keen? I don't know. I took a swig of wine. Maybe I'm just an evil, man-hating bitch. Nah, she laughed. You want my theory? Go on, Dr. Tremaine. Psychoanalyze me. You work too hard, and you only go out with serious professional men. She waved her empty wine glass in the air. You need more fun. That's your diagnosis, is it? More parties. I prescribe dancing and more alcohol. She filled both our glasses to the brim. Did I tell you about the director? She launched into an elaborate story about an American film director who kept bombarding her with phone calls since she'd done a screen test for him. Dinner, weekends away, photo shoots, you name it. He won't give me a part in his fucking film, though. You'll have to stop being irresistible, Lo. Impossible, darling. 
Lola's grin widened. It's in my DNA. She entertained me for the rest of the evening with a string of anecdotes, complete with foreign accents and a huge cast of characters. By the time I checked my watch, it was 2 a.m., and we'd polished off both bottles of wine. That's enough fun for me tonight, I smiled. Bedtime. Can you wake me? I've got an audition in Hammersmith at ten. Great. What's the part? Ophelia's maid. She wrinkled her nose. Still, beggars can't be choosers. Lola wouldn't wake up in the morning. She was out for the...